Hey, this is Bianca. And this is Anna. And welcome back to another episode of Girl Talk Mondays. So today's a special episode because we have a very special guest with us, Melissa. Hi! <laughs> I'm really excited to be here. This is my first English podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. That first makes one? it even more special. Yeah, my first English podcast. Oh. I've never spoken in English in a podcast. <laughs> yeah, Melissa has her own podcast. Yeah. As well as over 300,000 on YouTube. And mm-hmm. she's doing so much, building her own businesses as well. She's a true entrepreneur. Modern entrepreneur, exactly. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and your family is as well. So it's like a whole, yeah. whole family of entrepreneurs. Yeah. My dad says it's in the genes. We can't yeah. work. Like, <laughs> anyone but um, my dad's worked for someone for 30 years so yeah and now he decided to do something on his own yeah so we moved to okay. if I like, backtrack to my yeah. history do you want to tell us your whole life story yeah because yeah. <laughs> nothing's gonna make sense if I don't okay what is she even talking yeah. about <laughs> so um I was born in Turkey mm-hmm. And I grew up in Turkey up until I was about eight years old. My dad and my mom are bankers. Mm -hmm. And then one day, living in Istanbul, the busy city, my dad decided that it was a bit too much. The traffic was too much and we weren't getting to see each other. So he decided to move us to Switzerland, to Geneva. Like, so calm. (laughs) It's literally so, so calm. It's so pretty. Like, I still love it. It's beautiful. But living there, so I've lived there from eight to 18. Mm -hmm. And having lived there 10 years, mm-hmm. I can tell you that too calm is too calm. Yeah, like, it's you get too bored. much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, so I grew up in Geneva and then moved to London. Mm-hmm. And in between that, while I was in Geneva, when I was 14 years old, I started my first YouTube channel. What oh. made you do the first video? It was like, it was so funny. So ever since I was eight, since I was eight years old, I think I was like watching Miley Cyrus and I wanted to be an actress. I read her book like, I don't know. She has a book? Yeah, she had a book when she was 16 years old. Okay. So when I was like, what, 12? And I was obsessed yeah. with her because that was our like Hannah yeah. Montana days. Hannah yeah. Montana days. Those yeah. were the That's glorious Oh, I was obsessed with oh, her. I loved her so much. Yeah. And so I re- used to read her book about how she grew and how she became a singer. And I really wanted to be an actress as well. Yeah. So when I when I was fourteen and my mom and I've actually like submitted like a few auditions to Disney, which I never heard oh, back really? from. <laughs> yeah. Wow, well, you were really into it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. thought about it, but I never but, did it. I like record. I forced my best friend to record a, really? a scene of like Hannah Montana with me on Aww. like the Apple, what's it called, photo booth, oh, and we recorded yeah. that, <laughs> we were like 12 years old, it was so funny, and then I got that printed on a disc sent to Disney, but, oh really, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they should have responded, oh, that's so no. harsh, but imagine like the amount of people that would be doing that, yeah, obviously, true. Yeah. Um, but you went out of your way to do it. Yeah, yeah I was so excited. Dedication. Yeah. A small girl in Switzerland sending. Yeah. I, I sent it to like um, Disney Paris, thinking yeah. it would have been a bit more closer and hopefully less demand. But yeah. oh, what about what about like the talent shows? Because I know in Sweden we have like all these different talent See, shows. See, like I was dedicated, but like not that crazy. Not dedicated. that dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I wanted to do something from I don't know from my own bedroom I guess which okay. is funny because I didn't know YouTube at the time I yeah. just wanted to um, 
be discovered. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Become it, it, a star. It sounds, yeah, exactly. It yeah, sounds yeah. so cringe. But no, when you're like 12 years old. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like that's a what, big thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So when I was 14 years old, my mom showed me this video of like a woman tying a scarf a hundred different ways. Oh, I've seen so, that video. It was Wendy something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. that's, that's yeah, the video that. that made me discover YouTube. Yeah. And from that, I started researching a lot more different channels mm-hmm. of more like younger channels mm-hmm. and I discovered I don't know if you, Did know you watch Juicy Star 07 I was gonna say that oh my god Did I you watch Juicy Star 07 on YouTube Young that my age. god girl you need to get on the old YouTube days no, that's the first time I watched YouTube I was maybe 18 or what? 17 years old I watched it when I was like 15 not me I, yeah at 14 Juicy Star 07 was like the the woman of YouTube she was the first Amazing. one I discovered and yeah so I was so amazed by the way how they were like recording videos from their own bedroom yet yeah. like reaching yeah. so many people yeah. and it was I was so like, interesting if, too yeah exactly and yeah. i was like if they can do it then i can do it and yeah. like and you were I, so young too yeah i was yeah, 14. 14 like i had no idea what i was doing i got my oh. little cousins to be in the video You're i was like, wearing everyone dance pose i'm gonna talk to the camera <laughs> i was literally wearing like daisy duke shorts with like um oh like pumps and like heels and thinking i was so cool at 14 years old <laughs> what your first video was oh i know what my like first official video is but i had so i had two english channels i had one called glamorous life 98 that was my first one and then youtube kind of blocked it and i don't know i don't know like i did i did like three months worth of videos on that and then it got deleted that's so weird (laughs) why (laughs) no idea and then i started my og like little girls and that's what got me into youtube yeah at 14 and from 14 to 16 i did them in english and no one watched it really so and that was like rough times years yeah and that was like rough times at high school like i used to say i used to say hey guys and whenever i used to walk into the classroom everyone would say hi guys Mm -hmm. hey guys or whatever i used to say yeah it bothered me but like weirdly not that much you would think it would bother me more more but i still kept doing it and then at 16 i discovered youtube in turkey that was just starting and because Ah. i'd been doing it a long time and I knew how to edit, I knew the lighting, and no one else knew it in Turkey. I was one of the, I think I was one of the like first five beauty channels in Turkey. That's cool. And because I look different to Turkey, like blonde, green eyes, my my channel kind of started growing. Yeah, so you reached your market basically, a different market. Yeah, Yeah. so that was my like story. So that was the entryway into YouTube. (laughs) That was, yeah, that was how, that's how everything, that's how everything kind of started. Yeah. So wait, how old are you? I'm 21. I just turned 21. You just turned 21. Actually, not just, like a month ago. You turned 21 a month ago? Yeah. Oh my god, did I write you? (laughs) I think you might have. I think I did. Yeah, I think you did. I think I did. I was going to say, like, hopefully I did. Because I've been so crazy. No, No, but I've been so crazy busy that I forget about everything. Even my sister had a birthday yesterday, and I was like, yeah. She has a birthday. I like called oh her God, at like nine thirty at night. I was like, "Hi, I I'm the same. happy birthday." It's so bad. Today's my granny's birthday, and I like forgot my mom had to text me about it. And like, <laughs> I was at an event. I was like, like I asked someone, like, "Can you just keep my bag? I have to call my grandma." And I like, rushed out. And they were like, "Uh, sure. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, she was like, to just hide food. it. Yeah." yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I'm really bad with days as well. I was really me good too. with it when I was in school, but not anymore. Yeah. At school, I was like, 11 days until holidays, guys. Yeah, because you have something to count down for. Now it's just like, 
for me, I think about the next day and then I don't think further because it stresses me out. Exactly. No, I actually like to plan. I like to know what's happening. Oh, God. Otherwise, I feel like I'll be doing too much during one day. Yeah, that's what like happens to me. I have to plan out everything. Yeah, but it's, you know, you can't plan everything. <laughs> you can't plan everything. Secret you can try. <laughs> I used to. Now I'm like, whatever. What happens tomorrow is not, you know, I'm not going to think about it now. Yeah, yeah. I just do everything that's on my task list. Okay, anyways, back <laughs> to you. Yes. So, you're just 21 years old, and you have your own YouTube channel, and it's it's like 300,000 people who are actually following you on there, which is crazy. Big yes, enough that I can't imagine that many people. Imagine everyone just gathered community. around you. You know, yeah. I used to do that when I started my channel. Yeah. So at, at first I was like, okay, 20 people. That's like how many people there is in my classroom. And then mm-hmm. it was like 100 people. So I was like, it's what, how many people there is in an auditorium. Yeah. And then I was like, it's how many people there is in the whole school. And then yeah. it was yeah. like, how many people there is uh, in a stadium. And then so the city I used to live in. like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's true. The city you used to live in. Yeah. More people were following you. Exactly. Yeah. Geneva has, I think, I don't want to be wrong, but I think it doesn't have over 200,000 people in the city. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, it's a small city. Mm-hmm. It's famous. Like, it's, it's not famous. It's well, It's yeah. a well-known city, but it's a really small city. It's a lot of tourists, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. So it's it was crazy to think about in that way. Yeah. Like, I could start a city with all my subscribers. <laughs> yeah. I thought about that once, too. I was thinking about my Instagram, and I was like, it would be like a small village. Yeah, a yeah, small like, village. It's, yeah. it's very strange. Yeah. I'm like, mm, you yeah, know, it's it weird. is very strange. I almost yeah. don't even think about it as, like, like no. that, because it's so odd. You, you yeah. always just think about it as a number. Like, okay, you want it to grow, like, to the next yeah. number. But you don't actually think because you can't see mm-hmm. them all together imagine you could yeah, yeah all those people yeah have you had any meetups or anything so when i first started because i'd been going on for two years and yeah. no one followed me and all of a sudden it started growing mm-hmm. i started my turkish channel in september and then in february i had fifteen thousand subscribers and i was like wow. oh my god this is such a big number oh my god that's i'm gonna do a meetup that's so quick the growth yeah. was so quick what, yeah. what do you think happened was it just that you were you were needed in the market I think there was a gap in the market in the sense that there was people getting to watch YouTube, but there wasn't enough good quality content on YouTube Mm -hmm. in Turkish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. I think I was just... A lot of people were older than me as well that was starting Uh, YouTube channels. They were over 25, and I was mm -hmm. 16 when I started it. So I had a different Mm -hmm. audience. The audience that was younger that actually was getting onto YouTube was watching me. Right. You were more relatable. Yeah, I think so as well. And um, so when I was fifteen thousand, when I was at fifteen thousand subscribers, I was like, I'll have a meetup. Okay. And I announced it on my YouTube. I announced it. I don't know if Instagram. I don't think Instagram existed at that time. Really? It didn't exist. Yeah, maybe it didn't actually. That's crazy. That was it's so long ago. It's a lot more ago. recent than YouTube. Wow. I think no, I think it might have, but like it Just wasn't. It wasn't popular. big. It wasn't bigger than yeah. YouTube. Now it is yeah. bigger than YouTube, but yeah. it was like a side platform. Mm-hmm. I had four thousand or five thousand on. Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. So I did a meetup and about like fifteen people showed up. That's still that's still good a good turnout. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it wasn't even in the big city of Turkey. It was in the third biggest city. My yeah. like the city I originate from. Yeah. And it was it was really funny that people were just like watching my videos and knew my life. And yeah. It's, it's kind of weird, weird, isn't it? Yeah. Have you yeah. ever, like, got stopped by a follower? It yeah, happens. I actually have. Yeah, it really happens. Yeah. 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 So when that happens and, like, they tell you about your life and what they love watching the most about mm-hmm. it, 
It's kind of strange. I know even the people in my uni, they listen to my podcast and they're like, Anna, we shout never see them. you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Shout out to you guys. Yeah. But literally, I'm like, they, they told me, one girl told me today, she was like, you know, I never get to see you, but I know your life because I listened to your podcast. Yeah, and she was like, really oh, she true. did that on Saturday. And I'm like, that's cute. Yeah, and same for yeah. Instagram stories. Yeah, and my friends at home, like in Sweden, one of them came to visit me, and she was like, I've never been to your apartment, but I feel like I've been here a million times. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. That was very funny. But that's what I felt like walking in. I was like, I've seen this place before. Really? <laughs> yeah, because you only share around, like... You get to recognize Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, mm. it is really true. You get It's almost like you have no real privacy at that point. But yeah. I feel like YouTube is... <laughs> now you're coming in with, like, the harsh invasive. reality. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's interesting because, I mean, Instagram, I feel like it's still so much more private. Even yeah, though you still show a lot, you yeah. also edit a lot. You YouTube can as well. Yeah. But I feel like you have to always talk in videos or, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. kind of sense, like create some more interest whereas instagram you can post like a photo you don't mm-hmm. need to like express yourself with words mm-hmm. but youtube you have to do that so it's even more invasive that's true yeah. so actually like when you started and you were 14 and then 16 yeah how did you deal with that how did you deal with that i don't yeah. think that because the thing for me is i didn't live in this country that my followers were in so mm-hmm. i didn't feel like i felt that Mm-hmm. But um, you're right with YouTube being, because in a picture you can see everything. You can literally zoom in and see every single corner of a picture before mm-hmm. you post it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But YouTube's not like that. You can't see everything that you're saying. Mm-hmm. But you can, but it, not if you're uploading like two or three videos a week. You kind of skip through them yeah. a lot. And yeah. you don't really look at every single square, like every single image of the video. So mm-hmm. a lot of the things that... I thought I wasn't sharing or I was sharing. Yeah, but you didn't think about it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Also, the words that you say, people can interpret it in many different yeah. ways. Yeah, 100%. Which is, I mean, a bit dangerous as well if you have a lot of followers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think I ever had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. I always felt... It's not like I was walking down the street and people were like invading me with paparazzis because mm-hmm. then you was feel invaded. But I feel mm-hmm. like what's good about social media is... At the end of the day, you're the one that presses share and you're the one yeah. that takes yeah. out that camera to take yeah. a photo. Mm-hmm. And I was always grateful for that, to have the choice to see what I was going to share and when I was going to share because there was mm-hmm. definitely points that I like. I just wanted to have a week off because I had a terrible thing happen to me and I just mm-hmm. didn't want to be thinking about sharing anything. And yeah. I was able to do that, which is great. Yeah. So you were the private Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, like famous people don't get that if they're no, going through a hard, hard time. time. Yeah. They don't get to choose. She had to. She got to go through the whole shaving the head and wearing a little. Yeah. Yeah. Little dress on stage. Yeah. Was it even a dress? I don't think that so. was like a bikini. That was a bikini. Yeah, yeah. Robin think that was the worst performance. That broke my dreams. That broke yeah. your heart. Yeah. All the all the twelve year old dreams. Yeah. The tw- all the twerking, just like You're every like, <gasps> every twerk just shattered <laughs> my heart. Turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I not the girl I like. Yeah, but I think social media is. I think social media is such a great platform because it gives yeah. people that want to say something important a mm-hmm. voice to say it. Yeah. So, okay, so I've tried to watch your YouTube videos, <laughs> but I don't understand anything. <laughs> so I don't know exactly what it's about, how you started, like what did you focus on, mm-hmm. and then how did it grow? Content. Yeah, what are people like most interested in? So I've started with 
beauty mm-hmm. and then I tried to get into fashion mm-hmm. but fashion was never really big on YouTube it was no? there was a few fashion youtubers but it wasn't as big as beauty ever got yeah beauty is huge yeah, yeah beauty is beauty is like Why YouTube changed know? yeah and YouTube changed the beauty industry a hundred percent yeah the way people buy the way people try new products the way yeah. people like interact with products that change the industry and it's interesting because that's what I'm writing my essay about at university oh your dissertation yeah mm. and um, so I'm, I'm always fascinated by the beauty industry but right now I'm more gathered into like lifestyle and kind of starting yeah. your own business yeah kind of motivating people and I think that's natural because when I was 14 and 16 I was more interested in beauty and I wasn't really thinking about where am I going to be in 10 years. That's Whereas true. now, coming out of university, I'm You're forced, kind of, to think about it. Yeah, Exactly, and I, I think my audience has kind of grown with me. It's really yeah. funny when I'm mm-hmm. sharing, saying, oh, I'm graduating from university. I got so many messages saying, oh, I remember when you like moved to London and started Aww. university. Yeah, so, so they followed you basically throughout the whole journey. It's so yeah. nice. Yeah. And to have your audience grow with you, the interests kind of align because they were interested in beauty when they were young because it was this like shiny um, little world that they were just getting an access to because when you're a kid you can't use it and now they were grown into grown women who are Mm -hmm. starting their own business or even just getting into their careers it's really interesting to see so it evolves with them as well yeah that's really nice but do you when you were 14 16 yeah around that age for you to start using beauty products and putting your videos online, what did your parents think? Like, were they okay with, like, the whole concept? Or, or like, how was it taken by your by your peers? Or I think I was lucky in that sense that they... I'm not going to say that they never thought it would get big. Mm-hmm. They knew, like, I was interested in beauty and they let me yeah. play around with products and buy whatever I wanted. Yeah. And so beauty was fine with them, especially at 16. Like, having been in Switzerland, people were already wearing makeup at my age. Not mm-hmm. full-on makeup, but mascara and concealer and yeah. Yeah. blush, whatever. My sister does, and she's 14. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's just the interest you get. I wish I didn't, mm-hmm. but they let me do it, which I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. And YouTube, I don't think they ever really thought about it. They didn't really understand the concept of it. Mm-hmm. So they just were like... They were like, okay, she's just doing something. Yeah, she's just doing yeah. her own thing. <laughs> and then they're like, whoa. What happened? Because I remember when I started, I started with a blog first, a website, and I remember that, yeah, my parents, they were like, they were okay with it, they were really happy that I was doing that, and they wanted to, like, push me to do the best that I could, and to do, like, these creative projects, but on the other hand, my mom was saying how, like, oh, I shouldn't really be private, like, I shouldn't give my real name, so I started with an alias name called Bibi Go Chic, which didn't give away my full name or my last name, Mm -hmm. and I was actually trying to be more secretive, because... You never know, actually, in the digital industry. Yeah. Like, who's with watching. the internet. Who's watching. Oh, so many who can find But that's with everything now. Yeah. Everyone knows where everyone is. Exactly. Yeah. Well, with time, everyone knows where everyone is. Yeah, and yeah. Therefore, like, the risks. Yeah, they might still be high, but at the same time, everybody is kind of doing that, in a sense. Everyone's at risk. That's the thing. Yeah. Everyone has Instagram. Everyone has LinkedIn. Exactly. So it's... But at the time, I mean, I started, what, five years ago on my blog, mm-hmm. and Instagram followed. And that's how I did it. And yeah. my parents were, that was a concern, actually, mm-hmm. which was privacy. I wasn't young. Like, I was, like, a full-grown adult when I started mine. So... Oh, yeah, I was, <laughs> I I didn't was 18. I was 18. Yeah, me too. So, older already, yeah. Yeah. But I think it's so different when you're 14, because your parents, they're 
they're in the stage still where they're super protective over you. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah. It must be. I think what got them into saying, okay, it's fine, is the fact that we lived in Geneva. Mm-hmm. So everything mm-hmm. was very protected. The city itself it was very, very safe. Yeah. And my audience was never in Switzerland. Yeah. Especially, like, my 14-year-old English channel never got big. Mm-hmm. But especially when I was getting bigger in Turkey... They were never really too concerned because they always thought my her audience isn't in this country, so it's fine. Yeah, I don't know, or maybe they just didn't even understand. Mm-hmm. But, but nothing actually, bad happened to me through that in no, real life. No. Like a few like creepy DMs, but not but yeah. yeah. Oh my happens. god! No, actually, like what someone happened? someone actually like printed my pictures and like what? took pictures of it around like Istanbul. So he was holding oh, my really? pic- my printed picture of my Instagrams in like different locations of That's Istanbul. Scary. And sent me like a PowerPoint presentation about my stuff. It was really weird. But that's, that's like one so thing weird. that was like yeah. a bit weird. That's scary. But otherwise a few weird DMs with that. So I guess yeah. on YouTube those kind of things can happen. And on mm-hmm. Instagram to a certain point where you reach a certain following you cannot you almost cannot filter out those creepy people. No, yeah. you can't because you can't control really who's coming in and checking your profile mm-hmm. unless you want it to be private. But yeah, so you started, okay, so you started with YouTube. <laughs> Backtracking. Backtracking yeah, from this creepy road. old man. <laughs> yeah. So you started with YouTube and then your following kind of shifted also to Instagram. Yeah, so yeah. I think it happened over time and. Mm-hmm. I, I never thought Instagram would ever get bigger than YouTube because mm. YouTube was where I did all my projects, where mm. I had my main audience. But um, Instagram was almost more fun and like it was an almost, extra. Yeah, yeah, and it was almost more glamorous because you could make it prettier a lot easier. Mm. Whereas your YouTube videos, you really had to work so hard mm-hmm. to make it look pretty. Yeah, it takes more time as well, yeah. more effort to mm-hmm. go into. Yeah, that's true. Like filming a pretty video, say a lookbook, mm. versus like taking one pretty picture. Oh my god, it takes forever. Yeah, it takes a full day. Yeah, yeah, completely. That's what people don't know. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I touched her foot. <laughs> <laughs> or like, what is it called when you're toe flirting? Oh, oh yeah. we're all toe flirting <laughs> under the table. We're <laughs> sitting on Adam's little <laughs> dining room. Yeah, table. I don't have such a big dining room table, but, no, but I'm it's all alone size. in my apartment. Yeah, exactly. So imagine if I had a huge one; it would just be weird. Yeah, it would be weird. I'd just be sitting here alone, like, "Hello, nobody's here." Yeah, <laughs> those like those like movies with the longest table. Yeah, and then me at the end, all by myself. That'd be sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really, thank God for this tiny table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so moving on to more business aspect, actually. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. So you are creating your own companies, and you have actually created a company, right? Which is yeah. a magazine. Yeah, so it's like an online media platform slash magazine. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's called The Game. And to tell the story of it, what happened is I moved to London to study entrepreneurship, which was a weird course. I didn't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. But in it, they always said to look for a market like for a gap in the market and do something that people would actually benefit of and I thought I love creating content and I want to do it even more and I want to do it in a way that it's more turned into a business rather than just like my social media accounts because at the end of the day it's not even about the money that comes into your account it's just the structure of the thing I want it to be more um, not about myself but about an actual business yeah and I love creating content I loved helping people through content Mm-hmm. And I realized that my knowledge wasn't um, as 
I like I can't know everything, mm-hmm. so I got psychologists now on the on the website. I've got nutritionists. I've got a few wow. university students. Yeah. I wanted to just gather a bunch of different girls from different backgrounds. Yeah. And get them to write on the platform that would help mm-hmm. other young girls or young women. Cool. So how do you decide what to write? Um, our content's mainly focused on business and psychology, okay. and every month we have a theme. So Ooh. last month was like girl power uh, yeah. month because it was eighth of March, like women's yeah. and what, what yeah. is it? International Women's International Day. International Women's Day, yeah. Um, and this month is about energy, so we write yeah. about. But it's we take it really broadly, mm-hmm. so it can be the energy that you would get from the crystals as well as. The mm-hmm. energy that you would get in the office, or like even waking up energy. Do you have crystals? I don't. I don't. You don't have any crystals. crystals? No, I don't believe in that. I have some crystals over there. <laughs> do, you, do you think you work? Yeah, honestly, I do. Like if I hold them, I have one that's to erase negative energy. Okay. Then I have one that's for prosperity, and then I, I had the rose quartz, but I don't know what happened to it. My love was taken away. Oh, it's gone. Someone stole it from me. Then I and then I, and then I bought one. From uh, Marrakesh, but I, that one doesn't like really work. I had no idea that you had this. No, <laughs> you think I'm a weirdo now? <laughs> You're Discovering like, creepy oh faces. god, <laughs> like things I did not know about. Wow, crazy, right? right at this point. <laughs> yeah, I do. That's funny. I can really feel it, actually. Yeah, yeah. There's there's also people that feel it, but yeah. um, I think you have to believe in them for them to work. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I can't get myself to believe. Yeah, I can't get myself to believe in them. I don't know. We've actually written a post about them and like explaining why they would work. Yeah. And how to like recharge them and stuff like that. But Ooh, I'm gonna read um, it. Yeah. Wait, can I read it? It's not. Is it in no, English? it's English. I know it's in English. Um, so we have an English one and a Turkish one. Yeah. Because yeah. I read the English. I read some of the English articles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't see that one. <laughs> But so how do you get your guest speakers for that? The guest writers is it always the same ones, or do you get different people depending on the topic that you're going to go for? So if there is something really specific that I want to write about, and mm-hmm. there is like I have a specific person in mind, mm-hmm. I'll ask them. I'll reach out and say, "Would you want to write about this topic?" For example, we had um, a really really successful woman, like the CFO of. Um, a company called TAV, which are the people that organize like all the airports in Turkey. It's a really big company wow. in Turkey, and she she was the CFO of that company. And I asked her like, could you write about your experience mm-hmm. working in the finance industry as a woman, mm-hmm. as well as like she was really into fashion, like how she manages it all. Mm-hmm. But other than that, we have pretty much the same writers because I want I wanted to have one tone of voice. The website I want yeah. people to be able to come on the website. And read about heavy topics, even um, stuff like rape or mm-hmm. even like just business stuff. Like have to deal if your boss is um, like kind of coming on to you. What are your uh, legal rights? Yeah, yeah. We've got we've got a lawyer as well writing on the website. Mm-hmm. But we I wanted to make it in a way that it wasn't too technical. It was still relatable and it was still mm-hmm. um, like readable. Like it was mm-hmm. fun to read. Yeah, okay. that sounds like a really great idea. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Definitely. So that's why I want to have like the same people writing on it pretty yeah. frequently because they understand the concept. And it's the same style. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So people feel like they can connect to the writers because it's not different styles right. all the time. Exactly. Oh, cool. And I'm trying to get the writers, like I'm trying to push the writers and get the audience to like get to know the writers, to yeah. know okay. 
like they could have favorite writers maybe and then yeah, yeah. see what they wrote about what. That's actually yeah. really good to also gain like give exposure to these writers through as well like yeah. through your platform because they may not even be in digital at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They may just be good in their field or in whatever they do for some reason which has caught your attention. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's actually nice to share that kind of exposure. Yeah. yeah. So this is kind of your your big project to inspire other women and exactly. to just like push everyone to be their best, do their best, and mm-hmm. keep knowledgeable. Or? Yeah. Yeah. And so we've been like trying to do a few different projects. We've been we've done a few collaborations. Mm-hmm. We celebrated our one year anniversary in February in a collaboration with the Estelada companies and Red Bull. Was we that did, like, when a, you were back home? Yeah, that was I when saw I was it in Istanbul. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did like a party with influencers, yeah. and it actually had a media like if you're like calculating how much the reach you had, yeah, the costs. Yeah. We had about like a hundred thousand dollars. Um, worth oh of gosh. like content generated wow and that was cool. that was really good because like we've literally organized the event within a week oh, wow. <laughs> so um, it was and i was away for like five days of that week yeah. how did you how project. did you count that how did you figure out how much um like you generated in terms of media so you can actually see how much a person would charge per one post okay so that's how um, you check it yeah so that's how you check it like and then you see how much reach they would be getting approximately on their stories mm-hmm. and then calculate that that's a lot so you had a lot I didn't of do it somewhere else oh <laughs> uh, okay um, but um, cool. it, w- it was good to see the report at the end that I can now go and say yeah. this is what we've done to go forward with the collaboration but we're currently yeah. working on an ebook now Ooh, um, exciting about like it's career 101 oh nice so how anything from how to write your cv to networking to yeah. mm-hmm. to prepare for an interview to mm-hmm. what to do when you get the job how to communicate with your boss mm-hmm. how to write an email yeah. and just like really basic stuff that people don't really have access yeah. to and the stuff they don't want to ask about exactly like yeah. for example actually um i got an email from because i did an intern not an internship i did a week project with l'oreal uh last week I got an, uh, not an internship, but I got an email from the recruiter asking if I could apply for one of the internships in digital. Oh, exciting. Are you going to do it? Yeah. But the thing is, I don't, I want to, I don't want to mess up my email. Like, (laughs) that's the thing. I'm so used to writing emails that I'm like, I have my normal format. I just write them in like a few minutes. But with this one, I'm like, I'm nervous. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know what exactly to say. I want to say the right stuff. Exactly. And so it's really important to kind of have an outline because sometimes you just feel stupid mm-hmm. asking. Yeah. It sounds weird, yeah. but sometimes I do feel that way. And I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. really true. And yeah. It's really good for people who are like not even starting their career in university yeah. or even looking as to like what they want to study and mm-hmm. what they want to do in life. Yeah. It's actually really nice to have a guideline because mm-hmm. I had no idea at the beginning what I was going to do. Yeah, so and hard. I completely changed fields. And that happens for a lot of people. Yeah. But I didn't have that kind of guidance. Support as yeah. well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I agree. It's um, so it's a lot of I think especially in the corporate world because I'm I'm really laid back. Even when I'm talking to brands for collaborations, mm-hmm. a lot of them because I know them, I'll just like put smileys. I'll say hey in an email. Yeah. But when right. you're getting into the corporate world, people are really strict. Yeah. yeah they're yeah, strict. Yeah. They're they use fancy words. They use like yeah, fancy yeah. titles. Mm-hmm. It's um, to me it's unnecessary stuff, but mm-hmm. it's being done and. Um, as long as people keep doing it, if you're start if you want to start a job in those companies, yeah. then you have to do it as well. Otherwise, yeah. they won't be taking you seriously, yeah. and just stuff like that. Um, so we're doing that, but we're di- we're gonna sell it in three different packages, 
And so we're only selling the ebook in the first package. Second package is ebook plus like a Google Hangout slash Skype conversation. Oh, after cool. they've done the um, like they've read the ebook and seen okay um, everything on it. If they have any questions, if they want any feedback on anything yeah. that they did, yeah. And then the last one that I'm really excited for is actually in events. Yeah. Um. Oh, so yeah. they'll get those two. The things that come in the second package yeah. plus access to the event, yeah. and we're actually going to be talking to the HR manager of PepsiCo, um, to like people who've done internships at Estee Lauder, yeah. Because I want to get people. I could get really like senior people from Estee Lauder, yeah. But I want to get people from different different industries, yeah, and yeah. different yeah. industries as well to say, yeah. well, this is how I got my internship, and then the yeah. HR manager of PepsiCo or Estee Lauder or L'Oreal, whatever, to say this is why we hire people mm-hmm. and kind of do a an hour seminar yeah. and then get people networking in between them because it yeah. does here you have so many networking events but they don't have any in mm-hmm. Turkey plus they will be in Turkey the event yeah in yeah. Istanbul I want to I want to like grow it slowly I want to yeah. start doing it every three months as well yeah. so maybe the next one will be about digital marketing and then the one yeah. after about nutrition and I don't know, that's an exciting project that I'm working on. I feel like you're working on so many things. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. I'm I'm so out of it sometimes. You must be. But I remember last time when I met you, which was actually, no, it wasn't that long ago because we met at Fashion Week. Yeah. But that was still in February. Did you only meet at Fashion Week? Yeah. We haven't met before that. No, no, we no, have. no, like we have. last seen oh, each other okay. at Fashion yeah, Week. Yeah, we last saw each other at Fashion Week. But then before that, you were telling me also you were working on a subscription. Yeah, on yeah. a subscription box. So we've kind of done it at our events in yeah. Turkey. I wanted to do a beauty subscription yeah. box, kind of like we have glossy box or birch mm-hmm. box here. And it was it's a bit hard like convincing the brand to give it's out difficult. products for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they but they've actually done it for the event. And I'm gonna try and talk them into now doing it for this event as well. Yeah. And kind of do it in a maybe event spaces. And okay. If they see the benefit in that, then hopefully start yeah. enrolling and selling that. Yeah. It's just a lot of like adapting. So yeah. how do you manage yeah. actually working on all these different projects plus your university? Plus yeah. your social media itself exactly. and your own businesses. It's a lot. I think it keeps me... So what I think is the busier I am, the harder I work. And mm-hmm. it, like when I say it like that, it makes sense. But to me, like if I have one thing to do, I'll put it off the whole time. Yeah, me too, actually. Yeah, but if I have like the full day planned yeah. and I only have 10 minutes to do my emails... I'll do my emails in 10 minutes because that's the only time I have. Right. Yeah. So if I have... That's true. Yeah, so if I have so much to do then I'm being more productive, mm-hmm. but it's, mm-hmm. like, it makes sense, but, like, it doesn't, no, I'm I know what you mean, know what yeah, I mean. Totally for me know. it's the same, yeah, so if I have, like, just one thing to do, I'll put it off, and I'll actually yeah. never do it, yeah. whereas if I only have five minutes to do it, then I'll be more likely to do it, yeah, so, and I love working on a lot of different things, because mm-hmm. it gives me, like, it gives me cross ideas on everything, yeah, mm-hmm. That's very true. So I'll be on like three different emails at the same time, as well as um, like creating a website for the product, and yeah. that that I love being like kept on my toes because it keeps mm-hmm. me creative and thinking about new stuff. That's good. Have you ever written the wrong name on an email? <laughs> I've done it, and it's so embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Oh God. Yeah. So when we're like inviting. <laughs> So we're now inviting like a few influencers to come to hotels in Turkey. Yeah. And so I have to like obviously I, I'm not typing every single like invitation. Yeah. I have to copy yeah. and paste it. Mm-hmm. And I've sent someone like the wrong name. Yeah. 
It happens. Oh, God. When you're doing so much at once, you completely lose track. You and then you look at it. And then you're like, oh, no. Yeah, and you look yeah. at it, and it's like, oh, my God. One time I <laughs> called someone their last name, but, like, changed it. Because I looked at their last name, and it said, like, um, it was, I'm not going to say it, but it said like a, a name that was quite normal, but then it was like two letters on the end. Yeah, so I just yeah. took that name and I used it as their first name, <laughs> but it wasn't even their last name. It was a part of their last name. Like, <laughs> I don't even know how I managed it. You're giving them nicknames now. <laughs> and I didn't even know, like I didn't know this one. Was they usually just ignore it once. Yeah, exactly. Reply. And it was also like a professional email. So it was even worse. That's it wasn't right. just like me reaching out to like a hotel or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah. Unfortunately, it does happen. But you have to completely stay focused. And yeah. It's hard when you're doing a lot of different things at once. Yeah. Oh, I, yesterday I messed up big time. Like, really? <laughs> I it wasn't uh, it wasn't like anything like professional, but yeah. it, it annoys me because it cost me like not a lot of money, but it cost me some money. Mm. I wanted to get my nails done, and like with a friend of mine, I wanted mm-hmm. we wanted to get it done in Westfield White City, which is West London. Uh, and so I typed in like Westfield Nail Place, you and went it to was. Stratford. So I booked for somewhere in Stratford and I gave my car details for both bookings. Mm. And then it said like 24 hour cancella- like cancellation mm-hmm. policy. Yeah. So I didn't even bother to call and they charged me for both like gel mm. manicures. Oh. And then we, we had like the full on like massage, oh peeling on. Oh it, like, no. And I called them so many times but they're not giving back my money. Oh and my it's gosh. breaking my heart. <laughs> but it's like, stupid stuff like that yeah. that I do. Yeah. That, like business stuff I would pay more attention to, but stuff like yeah. that I just want to get out of the way that it's I don't so look at what it. I'm doing yet. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very true. I think once I even mistook the day of a flight that I was going on. Oh, gosh. It wasn't like a press trip or anything like that, but it was a flight. And I was just so busy with so much work, university, exams, yeah. social media projects. And I, like, I missed it. Oh, I thought, so I, I thought you went to the airport. airport. I thought you went to no, the airport no. and the flight wasn't. No, no. Oh, it was I day late. Was, yeah, day late. Oh, oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Oh my god, imagine you don't miss like that. But even events sometimes, like in my calendar, yeah. I'll like mark it and actually I miss events, yeah. I could miss it because I, it could be too early or too late. Yeah. yeah. So in every podcast episode, <laughs> my family FaceTimes me. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. My family always manages to FaceTime me. <laughs> Is it because they always want to FaceTime you at an evening yeah. time? Or yeah. just they're always calling you like all the time? No, 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 no. They're not gonna. They're not calling me like all the time. But just so happens like, to be when we're doing the podcast. Every time, every time. And I'm like, can you just like chill out for one night? Yeah. It's always when we're mad. Like just that one hour. Yeah, I can't. That one it. hour it always yeah. happens. It does every single episode. I know since November. And every time we have to cut it out. Yeah, but it's fine. That's so gonna, funny. I was gonna ask you something about um, time management, but I don't remember anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> Uh, yeah that's okay maybe it'll come to you yeah I'll let you know if I think about it okay but all right so now with all the things that you have going on what do you kind of see as the future like what do you want to do next Uh, it's a hard question it's a it is a hard question but I think like what I think what I've learned is always trusting my guts Mm -hmm. And when I'm doing something, as I, as I was telling you girls earlier, so yeah, I got yeah. a job offer from a really, really good company that would be mm. my one of my dream jobs because probably from there I could go to a lot of um, like high-end fashion Companies, brands. yeah. But um, it just didn't feel right. It just, like, yeah. 
mentally it made so much sense for me to accept it yeah but i had i just had that feeling that it wasn't going to be the right thing for me yeah and i just ended up not accepting it so i think it's just trusting your gut feeling and it's so hard to say what i'm seeing for myself in the future i'm just for me i'm doing i'm working on three four different projects at the same time right yeah. now yeah and two of them actually three of them are just like starting with that ebook and then two more projects i'm doing yeah. can you say the other two or is it yeah, yeah yeah i can so one of them is as i said um so one of them is bringing influencers from the uk and in, from europe and mm-hmm. press to hotels in turkey to get them out there mm-hmm. and the second one is a pr management tool mm-hmm. that's an app for pr companies to manage samples events mm-hmm. um and reports mm-hmm. and like everything that the PRs do the app does yeah so this but, is all in Turkey um so yeah the, the app we're actually bringing into the UK we're talking mm-hmm. about PR agencies here as well and the influencers from here to Turkey is mm-hmm. kind of linking both yeah but yeah I kind of like working in between the both because yeah. I have contacts you know both. in both yeah, yeah exactly yeah. I know both and it doesn't feel right for me to abandon Turkey because it's yeah where I've been working for a long time. Mm-hmm. But in my like in, in my work as an influencer blogger or whatever, mm-hmm. I work with brands both here and in Turkey because yeah. yeah. my audience is split between both. Mm-hmm. Right, so it makes sense to have a project where you can kind of combine both and yeah. use yeah. both audiences. Exactly, but yeah, just starting both of them now and then I don't know where the future is going to bring me and if they end up being as big as I'm hoping them to be, yeah. then I think I'll start building up on those projects yeah but i can only see like maximum two years ahead i can't see any further than that because every day something new keeps coming it's up. really true That's you just true. have to take as it comes especially yeah. when you're doing your own thing you yeah. never know and all the opportunities that come your way you just have to mm-hmm. go yeah. with it but i think it's the fun part it's definitely yeah. the yeah, fun part yeah because you don't you don't want to be like knowing where you're gonna be in 10 years because right. otherwise it's boring right exactly yeah. We actually talked about in the last episode, like, our 10-year plans. We did. <laughs> but we didn't have, I mean, we kind of had, like, a career goal and more, like, a personal goal-setting thing, but, thing, like, a structure. <laughs> but yeah. it was, but it wasn't very detailed because you never know what's going right. to happen. Right, we don't know where we're going to yeah. be in 10 years. Like, yeah. what was I doing 10 years ago? Honestly, oh I gosh. was yeah. a child. I mean, I was 13, so. But yeah. did you know you would be here? Back. 17 I had no. no idea I would be here I hadn't no. even started social media before I thought I was going to go to law school yeah completely changed and what that's been six years mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah you just really never know you knew you were going to be a Miley Cyrus well <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be I'm going to think I'm actually starting acting classes oh, you as well are? next oh, week wow. yeah because I did like an acting thing for YouTube and yeah. last summer but I really didn't like how it turned out yeah. and I had taken like theater lessons but obviously it's different to acting on screen yeah so um, I've only got the opportunity now that university is over to start doing it and I'm going to take and acting like acting on screen classes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You're doing so much. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm so inspired now. I feel so inspired. <laughs> <laughs> and we do our own thing as well, but it's, yeah. just, it's great to actually see people doing a lot more than just yeah. posting on YouTube and Instagram. Oh, not exactly. at all saying that it's an easy career because it's no. completely not to build mm-hmm. your audience. There's but a lot it's even it. more powerful when you can create something behind it, like a real brand. Yeah. I think that's I think that's what's so important with social media is um, everyone kind of not everyone but most people can kind of grow their audience but then at the end of the day 
what's gonna make you last is what you do apart from yeah. it or how you utilize that. Yeah. It shouldn't yeah. be a mean. Wait, what was the saying? It shouldn't be like a mean. It should be a way. Mm-hmm. So I it love should... that you have quotes. <laughs> I always, I always do quotes in here. And then Bianca's like, here she goes. Here she goes again. Here she goes with the quotations. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's true. I, I like. I find myself like thinking like, oh, this actually works good in, a, in the, with this quote, and I, I kind of like yeah. remember that. Quote. Oh, go! I love it. <laughs> I, I love actually it. did an interview the other day for a book, so I'm going to be interviewed Ooh, for a really exciting what? book, actually about women empowerment too. Do you use my quotes? I didn't use yours, but I just came up with quotes all of a sudden. Yeah. And I was like, See? where did these come from? You're becoming me. Yeah. I just come up with random quotes. Yeah, and you probably have ones that, that are like the girl interview. Like, yeah. was like, that's really good. And you're I like, love that. Like, you need to quote me. I don't remember. You need your to quotes. say, in, no, inspiration from Anna. Of course, Anna. <laughs> yeah, so I think your audience on social media should be a way of getting other things. It shouldn't be mm-hmm. the be all end all. Because mm-hmm. if it is, then like, what's going to happen the day your audience not, is not interested in you? Yeah. yeah and, another, really. and another thing as well is, why would they be interested in you if you're just sharing stuff all, like mm-hmm. sharing um like products all the time or like sharing all the events you're going to mm-hmm. it's not really relevant to them no right. like i always benefit. believe yeah exactly mm-hmm. i always believe you should um give your audience something that they're gonna feel something that they're gonna learn from because mm-hmm. that's why they started following you they didn't start following you for all the nice trips that you went on because mm-hmm. you're not the only one going on those trips right. like that's the benefit you get from it and yeah. it's all fun and games but it's not I don't think it's the reason why anyone started that. It just feels like an easy life once you get into the swing mm-hmm. of things. I think you always need to provide some kind of value to your yeah. audience. And if yeah, you don't yeah. have that, it's not sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. But That's it's hard. True. Yeah. It is it's hard. difficult to keep up keep up with it. It is. Because yeah. I know for myself now that I've had so much going on in university, I haven't... For example, for me, it's all about fashion. So I haven't been linking all of the clothing I'm wearing. And I already yeah. noticed that, you know, it's... It, it impacts my audience as well because they're not as interested if they don't know where to get the clothes. Yeah, right. that's because fashion is a big part of what you do. Yeah, and that's what I'm providing as well. Yeah. So, you know, it makes sense that you have to keep it up, but sometimes I forget. Yeah. I feel like posting sometimes is enough or like updating right. or doing the podcast, you know, it's enough, but really yeah. you have to provide people with something. Otherwise, exactly, you're irrelevant. And yeah. that sounds terrible, but... I mean, they could... No, but... You're right, especially in, I think people take fashion and beauty so lightly, but you provide mm-hmm. people with inspiration and information, yeah. and that's what magazines have been doing for years and years, Yeah. and a lot of people, as you said, they just post a pretty picture, and they just kind of like mm-hmm. leave it there mm-hmm. for people to just look at the pretty picture, but mm-hmm. actually, why people follow you for your fashion content, mm-hmm. it's not to see that pretty picture, but it's mm-hmm. to see how they can get that the thing, because you're yeah, showing yeah. them that... Mm-hmm. There is this, like, this pretty thing exists mm-hmm. and they can get it somewhere. And if it's their style, and I'm sure your audience's mm-hmm. style is very similar to yours, I you're saving it. them so mm-hmm. much time. Mm-hmm. Do you have that too? Like, sometimes I go and creep on my audience. Yeah. And yeah. I, like, I go and look on their profiles and they're wearing, like, big pink bows and, like, yeah. fluffy tops. Yeah. I knew we're the same. Yeah. It's so fun. It's actually really nice. It's so fun. I love it. Yeah. So I find that, I think there's, so 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 much value and so yeah. so much more to social media than what people make it up to be mm-hmm. and subconsciously that's what people use it for yeah. but it's not obvious to everyone that that's what they use it for mm-hmm. yeah 
it's really true as a user you might not even be aware yeah, yeah. because you think oh but at the same time you're looking at so much content every single mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. you don't realize the like some content might not even give you any value and yeah. some might and that's why you're like maybe I checking their profile more, more watching their YouTube videos more exactly like you follow them on a day to day basis because yeah. they're providing some kind of value to you exactly that's what I've started doing as well I've started looking through my Instagram feed and thinking like what is actually something I stop for yeah like what is something that I really think about or what which pictures do I find really inspiring what yeah. do I save why do I save it and I think about all these things yeah. sometimes it's hard because you know it takes brain power and yeah. but yeah, to think about for it. us we have to analyze it and we have to see how we can use it in order to build our own business and right. what we can implement in our own way so it, it's really interesting but then again a lot of the time I feel like we don't have the energy <laughs> we just kind yeah. of squirrel as well yeah. yeah, exactly. And even doing the content, like as you say, once you get busy and you don't think about it, mm. it's easy to take the pretty picture and post it and yeah, um, and not tag anything. Or... Yeah, or like not even say anything under it, or mm. even like your stories just to show like what you're doing every day. Mm. But um, I think the I think sometimes you have to reset and think about it. And mm-hmm. I sometimes find myself just doing it for the sake of doing it. Yeah. Just because I have to post something every day. Yeah. But then, then I'm like, realistically, if a person sees it, yeah. what are they going to think? And I'm always trying to write what I've been up to recently, what I, what I feel, yeah. how I've yeah. kind of overcome that like bad feeling I've got. Because okay. that's what my audience follows me for. But, yeah. um, I, or at least that's what I think they follow yeah. me for. So, so that's <laughs> like, on YouTube, do you talk a lot? It's, it's more about your life, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So when I... What I first wanted to do when I was change, kind of changing my content from fashion and beauty to business is like do sit down videos and kind of talk about mm-hmm. um, what I'm doing in business, mm-hmm. why this is important. But I realized that's a bit too boring. That's like being in a classroom and watching someone talk. Right. So what I try to do now is literally take them around and say what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and why why I think it's valuable, mm-hmm. and say I've encountered something hard or I've I feel tired how do I overcome the obstacles that I encounter because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the times we all encounter obstacles yeah, in our daily lives and we don't even think twice about it we get annoyed about it yeah but we don't really think to get out of that mm-hmm. and I'm kind of saying we can't get out of the bad stuff we can and that's really good why you have a platform that actually inspires yeah. people mm-hmm. I and mean, do you do the same kind of thing then on Instagram is it also like more of a biz- like a platform to share your lifestyle and your business like I direction. Try to, I try to. I think it's, it's easier on stories. Yeah, it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, stories are easier. Yeah, but I think posts are a bit hard because mm-hmm. you can't. Like, I don't want every single picture of me to be like in front of a laptop, being like working hard. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so it many. Yeah, and so many people play on that as well now. It's. Um, mm. I don't want to be like like one. It's become like one. trendy kind of. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's become trendy to be busy. Mm-hmm. It's like. Whoever you talk to, like I'm so busy and like, time, what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the excuse. So, what kind That's of true. advice would you give to someone who wants to start their own business, whether they have a social media platform already and an audience, or whether they're they completely don't, yeah. but they want to get out of a rut that they're in and start something new yeah. and work on an exciting project that they have in mind? Yeah. Since you're doing it, what's the best advice? I, I think <laughs> you're like oh god, like, oh, oh, god. No, 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 no. I want to say I was gonna I'm gonna say like one like kind of not inspiring one but kind of like a harsh reality that I think helped me so much 
and it's to stop lying to yourself yeah because we i think we all do it and we all think oh this is a great idea i'm gonna do it it's gonna be amazing yeah. but realistically why would people buy it yeah there is a book called i think it's called the mom test and mm. it's like people around you will always tell you you have a great idea oh, it's amazing what yeah. you're doing and yeah. you'll kind of start to believe it yourself as well yeah but not to say that it's like it's not a good idea mm. but maybe the way you're going about it isn't the right way and sometimes when stuff looks too easy then it's not gonna happen yeah and um so yeah just be I think be harsh with yourself, not in a way that you're like tell yourself you're terrible, but kind mm. of be like, okay, what am I realistically doing? What am I realistically getting out of? Because mm. critical, being a, yeah, be critical. Like mm. being an entrepreneur is now too much of a like phase. It's like a trend too. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's a trend. Yeah, exactly. And if it's oh too God. easy, if it's, I don't think it's gonna be. It's it's, it's gonna happen. Yeah, or it's right, not right. sustainable. Yeah. So that's the harsh thing. But then on another end, I think if you really believe in an idea, yeah. then you should really go for it. But mm -hmm. you should really go for it hard in a sense that you shouldn't just do it as a hobby. If you want to do it, do it 100%. Don't. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. try and get away from your stigmas. Try and get away from your ego. And realize that if you have to go and ask um, for stuff to people, mm -hmm. then you just have to do it. And yeah. that's fine because that's how stuff gets done. Mm -hmm. And you kind of have to look at it like from an outsider's point of view rather than... Um, your own brain if it makes sense yeah. yeah take everything kind of out of context and don't yeah. think about yourself so seriously maybe exactly yeah, exactly yeah. yeah like I'm trying to right now I'm trying to grow my like network of bloggers because mm -hmm. I'm trying to find like right people for this um, hotels in Turkey mm -hmm. and it's a lot of like meeting a lot of people that I wouldn't usually talk to but mm -hmm. it's I'm getting myself to do it because I have to do it. Yeah, like sometimes you just have right. to do stuff even if you don't enjoy it. Yeah, it's you know, I, I read something the other day and uh, there was this guy who was trying to really like challenge himself and make himself a better per person and he went to this specific woman and she told him, she was like, okay, just one day, maybe just go in the middle of Oxford Street and just start talking. <laughs> just stand there and talk. Yeah. And people are going to look at you like you're crazy. Just keep talking. Yeah. Because you're going, you're scaring yourself. And then to the point, it's not, okay, you don't want to go crazy about it. No. But you just want to be able to say, okay, I did that. Yeah, 100%. And nothing happened to me. Yeah. I did it. I put myself out there. Maybe I embarrassed myself. But you know what? I'm stronger now. Yeah. And now I can maybe go talk to that woman that I'm in love with. Maybe I can go talk to my boss, tell them that I deserve a raise. Something right, like that. Right, Because you're challenging yourself all the time if you're yeah. doing stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I so that's, that's an extreme example. To challenge yourself challenge almost yourself. every single day about yeah. something, otherwise it's not yeah. moving forward. Even yeah. small things. Yeah, yeah. Especially getting out of your comfort zone, doing yeah. things that you wouldn't usually do. Yeah, it helps so much. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't do half the things that I'm doing right now, like mm. two years ago, because I would have been too embarrassed, or I would have yeah. think. I would have thought it wasn't for me, mm -hmm. but um, it's just challenging yourself and knowing that once you get out of your comfort mm -hmm. zone, your, the world doesn't end. Mm -hmm. And if something bad happens, then you can just deal with it and mm -hmm. that's fine. Yeah. Don't overthink. Yeah. yeah. Just go with it. When you start overthinking, mm -hmm. oh God, yeah. that's usually when it goes downhill right. for me. Completely. Yeah. For me as yeah. well, I'm always yeah. overthinking things. I'm like, I want to do this project. Yeah. Like, 
like exactly. my friends or Alex, my fiance, he's like, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. And like, but what if this happens? Or mm-hmm. what if like I always just overthink and, and make shut it yourself so down. complicated? Yeah, yeah. That there's almost no point after, so I need to take a step back. Yeah, and just do what needs to be done, basically. Yeah, yeah. what I do like stuff like that. If it's sending a scary email, if it's talking to someone. Um, that I would be scared to talk to. Yeah. I literally count like one, two, three, and then I just do it. Yeah. If it's like pressing send, if it's starting that email, if it's just like going up to them. Because once mm. you start, once you like do it, yeah. you're there and you're doing yeah. it. Exactly. But it's starting. Yeah, it's starting. Yeah. That's really valuable. That's yeah. very true. It's literally like, it's, it's as if, I'm, I always think of it of like when I'm jumping into the sea. Yeah. I'm always scared of it. I'm always scared of it. But at the end, I like take the a cold. deep breath. And I just jump. Yeah. yeah. In Sweden, it's all about the cold. Like, because you're jumping <laughs> yeah. and you know you're going to hit the cold water. Yeah. And then when you're in the cold water, it's not so bad. Exactly. Yeah. You keep swimming. Yeah. yeah. And then you're, you're already in. in the water. Yeah, you're already in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just that jump, like, that leap of faith that the you have to faith. take. Yeah. yeah, leap of faith. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So I think we'll leave them there with the leap of faith. Yeah, <laughs> good. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Thank yeah. you for being on the podcast. So if you want to find Melissa, you can follow her on her channels. I'll let you say what they are. Yeah. So it's Melissa. Melissa. I can't. My 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 boyfriend gets so angry with me because I always say it in Turkish. But it's Melissa with one S. Belli. Yeah. Yeah. My name and last name. I don't know if you like put it anywhere, but yeah. Yeah, yeah we will. We'll and put your the podcast because you have a podcast as well. Yes, but that's in Turkish. It's in Turkish. Yeah. But so if anyone, anyone's Turkish, maybe. Yeah, you they can, well, they can look the game up. It's, okay. Um, yeah. the game as in like team, but with a G. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Dot com. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> We're not gonna do a giveaway this week, I don't think. Yeah, let's right. not do that when we have guest speakers. No. With guest speakers, the giveaway is just that you get it's to follow me. these amazing yeah. people. You're the, the giveaway. I'm the giveaway. <laughs> Everyone <people>. gets it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I really love this episode. I think it was super inspiring. Me too. I'm inspired now. Yeah. I have exams tomorrow, so this is going to be good. Oh. <laughs> I'm taking a leap of faith. Yeah. And I'm going on a press trip tomorrow. Oh, yeah. You're going, you're going to Tunisia. Yeah, I'm going to Tunisia. Oh, I'm so exciting. I've never went oh, for five days. Yeah. She's going to that's <laughs> exciting I know. yeah it will be very exciting so thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank you for having me I've, lo- I've loved it yeah. <laughs> oh good then we can maybe do it again sometime oh, I was yeah. gonna say that like I'm ready to be here any week you want me to be sure <laughs> guys from now on it's gonna be the three of us <laughs> all the time yeah. oh my god that would be so fun but so hard to organize yeah it would be with three people even this this time yeah because we all have so much going on it is hard yeah in everyone's yeah. busy schedules fun time but we managed we're recording at 9 35 on a wednesday yeah yeah that's good so thank you so much for coming on yeah, thank you thanks. for having me as i said if you want me any more times i'd love to organize it <laughs> i'll hit you up <laughs> yeah yeah and then we'll be here again okay, okay. thank you for listening thanks guys for listening. and we'll see you in the next one Bye. Bye. Bye.